If you're suffering from a serious health challenge or just want to protect your good health, I want to tell you about Metatrol Fermented Wheat Germ Extract from American Biosciences. Imagine every cell in your body working at peak performance, achieving enhanced energy, quality of life, and optimal immune system performance. More than 50 research articles in peer-reviewed medical journals describe fermented wheat germ extracts remarkable health benefits in a wide range of serious health challenges. Metatrol is the most potent fermented wheat germ extract ever produced, and it's the only one that's gluten-free. Just two Metatrol capsules daily supports your immune system, cellular health, and energy production. Rescue your mitochondrial function and optimize your energy with Metatrol fermented wheat germ extract. For more information and to order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com or call 800-422-5518. 800-422-5518. Use coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% first-time discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Our subject is PEMF, Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy. And it's got uh, great potential, according to today's guest, Dr. William Pollock. If you want to look him up, it's P-A-W-L-U-K. His book is Supercharge Your Health with PEMF Therapy. And uh, Dr. Pollock, uh, let's move on to uh, a, a kind of a bold application of PEMF because uh, yeah, sometimes you get a little uh, gun shy when it comes to putting magnets near your head. That's where your brain resides. And, you know, when people say, I'm going to take a kitchen magnet and put it on my forehead, maybe it'll make my headaches better. I go, hmm. It's not so clear that'll be beneficial, and maybe it's not even safe. What about uh, PEMF? So, uh, to in terms of what I do, I'm basically focused on PEMF systems that basic, are available to the individual. They can be available to practitioners, but they're also available to the individual directly for direct uh, home care. So, PEMFs have been approved by the FDA to treat treatment-resistant depression. Right. These are high-intensity devices. That, that's that's transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS, right? Is that a form of PM, PM, PMF, or is it a, a, a different type of therapy? Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Ab- absolutely, it is. And so what they do with, to treat depression, uh, what you take, you take the coils, which is like what we call a figure of a coil, and you apply it over the motor cortex of the right area of the brain, where the part of the brain is that basically controls our movements. So what they do is they stimulate that part of the brain to a high enough intensity that you actually get a contraction of a hand muscle. So you're stimulating the brain to cause a hand muscle to contract. That's mm-hmm. called the motor threshold. Mm-hmm. Then they take that motor threshold and they say, well, this is the threshold that we're at now. And I might increase it by 20% because that's what my protocol says. Or I might decrease it by 10%. That's what my protocol says. Then what you do is you apply the coil, that same coil, you apply it to, let's say, the left frontal uh, left forehead area, which is the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex. So basically it's the front of the brain, which is the area that they use to treat depression. So mm. They then take that motor threshold, 120% of that motor threshold, and apply it to the brain for anywhere between 10 minutes to 30 minutes at a time. Hmm. And then you have multiple sessions. You could have as many as 10 or 20 or 30 sessions over the next month or two months to treat the depression. Well, TMS is now being 
discovered to manage all kinds of other problems, including OCD. It's now got an FDA approval for OCD. Wow. It has an FDA approval or it has – it's uh, shown to be significantly effective for anxiety. Mm. I did a big review article on uh, the use of uh, magnetic fields for concussion, brain injury. And there's a robust literature that shows that PMFs can actually be very helpful for tr- for concussion. In fact, I did a small study myself using a lower intensity device for concussion with significant benefits. And the safety has been well worked out for PMFs. And people with hundreds of thousands of pulses to their brain mm-hmm. have shown no problems. So it's very, very safe to the brain. Yeah, it, it's like an acknowledged therapy. And it gives uh, psychiatrists something else to do that uh, is income generating besides talking to people for 45 and minutes drugs. and drugs, which they don't, which they can't profit off of because they have to send people to a drugstore. So they can install these uh, TMS units in their, in their offices, uh, which are, which are quite expensive and elaborate from my understanding. They're and very, very expensive. And, and then administer, you know, apply like this helmet like thing to people's heads and, treat their psychiatric disorders. It's amazing. Yes, and they could also treat, I mean, there's a lot of research now about using uh, this kind of TMS therapy for uh, MS, for Parkinson's disease, as I mentioned, concussion, uh, a a whole host of other sort of uh, disorders, including schizophrenia to some extent. So there's a lot of neurological applications that are going to be coming out over the next uh, five to 10 years using the same principle, using the same kind of therapeutic approach. So you could do home therapy with TMS as well. That's what I did with my study. I used a 200 Gauss magnetic field as opposed to an 8,000 Gauss magnetic field. So Mm -hmm. Gauss is a measure of magnetic field intensity. So the device I did was a two hours, we treated people with concussion for two hours a day and we measured them with objective and subjective measures over three months. And then at the end of three months, we had to stop it for a month. So then we monitored them through this whole period of time. And within a week to two weeks, they all got benefit. They all mm. got benefit. A lot mm. of the symptoms went away. Um, but then after we stopped it, after three months, they regressed. They had about 50% regression over that next month. Uh, we don't know what would happen if they d- didn't use it again for another three months or six months. We don't know whether you do better with four hours a day of treatment. We certainly don't want to do less. But – so there's still a lot of open questions about it. But even a low-intensity magnetic field can make a big difference. Is this a, a DIY kind of therapy, uh, or is it something that should be guided by uh, an experienced health practitioner familiar with the therapy? Well, again, because of the safety record with PEMFs, um, I could say if you follow, say, like protocols or recommendations that I have in this book, in the uh, in the new book, um, with uh, supercharge your health. So we give specific guidelines on specific diseases and conditions. What kind of magnetic device, field therapy device should you use? And there are, obviously, there are contraindications. There are um, precautions that you have to follow to be able to do it right and properly. So in other words, you don't get a TMS level device, that level of intensity device, mm-hmm. and you just go ahead and put it on your brain. Right. That right? has to be you, done under medical supervision in a psychiatrist's That one should be office. done under medical yeah. supervision. Correct. But, uh, and we do consultations. I do consultations in my in my practice, drpollock.com, for people who are looking to uh, do uh, home therapy with pulse electromagnetic field therapy. Great. Is it sort of a free fire zone when it comes to these uh, units? Uh, some are 
great and really work well and others uh, not so much? Well, uh, yes, that's an important question. So intensity does matter, just like with the TMS. It's important to get the right intensity for the problem that you're treating. You don't need a high-intensity magnetic system to treat a tennis elbow or a carpal tunnel syndrome. You could use a very low, very inexpensive PMF device for that. But if you're going to be treating a heart, a lung, a liver, kidneys, um, incontinence, uh, significant spinal issues, then you're going to have to have the right piece of equipment. So you're, you're not going to be able to get by with a, a $500 machine. You're probably going to have to spend several thousand dollars for a machine that you can use to treat yourself at home every day. So this is one of the problems that we run into with what we do in medicine versus what you should be doing for self-care. The problem with treatment in a doctor's office, which can be a way to start with magnetic field therapy, mm-hmm. is to find out to some extent whether it works. But then if you have a spinal stenosis, does treatment in the doctor's office going to work well enough, long enough? Mm-hmm. It'll give plus, you short-term plus the, benefit. the hassle of you're schlepping to a doctor's office so many times All because you need continuous and, treatment. And the cost of doing mm-hmm. that. So you have to pay for it out of your own pocket because insurance doesn't cover it. So at some point you have to say, okay, I think I, I know it's, it's working and it's worth it for me to be able to use it in my own home setting. And that's what the, uh, the book is all about. Supercharge your health with PMF therapy gives you tables of the kinds of devices you can use for different kinds of problems. And then for these 80 plus health conditions, I discuss each one separately, what it is, how to consider magnetic field therapy for it. And also I make recommendations for supplements, nutrition and supplements. How, how do supplements augment the benefits of uh, PMF, PEMF? All right. So you can't build a house without bricks and mortar. Right. Right. You need, you need the nutrient supplies to repair tissue. Okay. This is one of the reasons fractures don't heal is that people nutritionally are depro- are, uh, don't have adequate nutrition. I know a plastic surgeon in um, Virginia Beach who will not do plastic surgery on somebody till they've been on a nutritional protocol, including supplements, for at least three months. Mm-hmm. His results are a lot better when he does surgery with people who are prepped. The tissues are prepped for the for the trauma of the surgery. That's right. And they heal much better. They heal much faster. So you want them on a comprehensive uh, supplement program. There's no magic uh, uh, supplement that's a primer for PEMF, you know, some... Uh, uh, hamburger helper that, that makes PMF work better specifically? Ideally, no. I mean, you could say, well, fine, let's use some magnesium because magnesium and calcium yeah. flow together. Sure. Calcium ions, the flow of calcium ions across cell membranes is what restores membrane potentials. So you need to have adequate calcium levels. And if you have, you have to have calcium and, ad- and uh, magnesium flowing together. So you have to have adequate levels of magnesium as well. Those are, would be basics. That if you have antioxidant support, that helps your tissues in general to do oxidative antioxidant uh, support and uh, oxidative stress management. PMFs, you know, again, will augment with that. So if you treat yourself for a week or two weeks before you start magnetic field therapy by having adequate supplements, then you're going to get better faster than you would if you're starting de novo behind the eight ball. I've had some uh, patients and even some colleagues tell me about PEMF mattresses. I mean, basically, it overlays over your conventional mattress, uh, and then you sleep over it. Uh, is is that for real, or is that kind of a hype? Um, well, there's some reality to it, but it's not adequate. So I used to use uh, p- uh, magnetic mattresses. The problem is that the magnets, because they use static magnets. Oh, okay. 
there are two types of uh, magnetic mattresses. There are the pulse magnetic field mattresses, and then there are static mattresses. Okay. So if you put magnets in a mattress pad that, and you lay on it, then those magnets are going to penetrate into the body at least to some extent. Mm-hmm. But uh, pulse magnetic fields are used that way as well. The problem is the intensity. A lot of the magnetic therapy devices that are sold to be able to sleep on are way too weak. Mm-hmm. So intensity matters. So we discovered there was an article that I, I actually did a whole review paper, and I have it on Dr. Paul. DrPollock.com, and it's also in the book as an appendix, about stimulating the adenosine receptor. What's been found is that you need an optimal level of magnetic field intensity at the adenosine receptor of 15 Gauss. So a lot of the whole body magnetic systems that are sold for sleeping on are way below that. They're one or two Gauss. So they're not going to do they're not going to do the job for at least inflammation. They may help the acupuncture system, they may help the, the body's general to feel better, but it's not going to do any kind of deep healing work. So yes, the answer to your question is twofold. If you get the right system, it's going to have a, a lot of benefit for you. If you get the wrong system, it's going to give you some benefit in terms of feeling better, but it's not going to do a whole lot of healing work. Is there a formal network of uh, therapists, uh, you know, possibly uh, MDs, but also uh, ancillary health professionals like uh, chiropractors or naturopaths? who are well-trained in this, who have some form of proficiency or certification so that they can advise patients as, as well as you do? Um, the problem is that, and the answer is yes. The problem is that the training that people are given are usually device-specific. Okay. Right. And it, so it's sort of like, uh, in effect, uh, promotes the device. The device product. manufacturer gives them a, sort of an in-service and says, here's how to utilize our device but it's not doesn't provide general knowledge about the whole scope of potential devices. Exactly, and you know if you have a um, what is it? If your if your only tool is a hammer, you see every problem as a nail. Yeah. You have your device, and you're going to be using that device to treat anything that walks in the door, and you'll you find out eventually what those limitations are. I took a different approach. I decided as a primary care doctor, as a family physician, a holistic physician, that I needed to be able to tell people, here are your options. You're not just beholden to one piece of equipment, but here are the advantages and disadvantages of each of those options. And you have to make a choice because there's always a trade-off. And so the doctors that are basically are doing one type of device, they can get a lot of benefits for people, but they're limited in terms of what they could do. And they certainly can't go home with it because usually you're talking about $50,000, $35,000 piece of equipment. It sounds like different conditions require different uh, forms of stimulus with different intensities, perhaps, you know, I'm not familiar with the physics of this, perhaps different frequencies that address the, the problem. Exactly. Most of the time for most physical problems, uh, the frequency is less important than the intensity. So when we talked about brain treatments, one of the ways that you treat the brain, for example, for sleep, is that you, uh, to, to uh, help with sleep, you have to use specific frequencies that help to induce the frequencies of sleep. And pulsing magnetic fields that have frequencies at the right kinds of frequencies will help the brain to be induced into a deeper sleep. Now, many of these devices that are used for pain conditions, for hearts and kidneys and joint replacements and so on, all of those are, rely on intensity primarily and frequency less. And by the way, do you feel this? I mean, because when you get 
electrical stimulation, the tens, you kind of feel a little tingling or, you know, if it's turned up too high, actually it, it verges into pain. Is this uh, silent with regard to sensation or do you, do you feel a little sensation locally? Um, unless you reach high enough intensities, you are likely not to feel a whole lot. You might hear a tapping in the wiring and you might sense or feel a bit of a magnetic pulse into the body. But most of the time, unless you get up to intensities that are somewhere around five or 6,000 Gauss, you don't feel much. So particularly these whole body magnetic systems um, that, uh, you know, they, uh, they sell through multi-level marketing companies, you don't feel anything. What you might feel is a little bit of warmth in your back, but that's about it. And you might feel more relaxed. As it promotes circulation. It brings circulation to the area. All PMFs improve circulation. Right. There isn't the there isn't a one magnetic system that doesn't do that. That's one of the key benefits of PMFs is they improve circulation, but they also decrease adhesion of, of platelets and they have thrombolytic activity. Hmm. So that's it a has a thing. whole lot of fast prevents blood clots. Uh, and is it, is it necessary to use them for hours on end per day or can a few bouts of treatment, say 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening, address a, a significant pain problem? How does that work? Well, a lot of these companies uh, promote the fact that all you need is eight minutes a day, which is total marketing BS. Right. The and if you, again, if you read the book, Power Tools for Health, you'll see that there are studies, tons of studies, and they have all kinds of different variable um, aspects to the magnetic field that's produced. The answer is you got to use what you got to use for what, for what you need to use it for. So if you own, again, if your only tool is a hammer, you're going to use it for whatever you have, and then you'll discover how much time you're going to need and so on. Most people need it every day. We all need it every day anyway because – at least once a day, because aging, health maintenance, cellular activity never stops, right? We have about 2,000 chemical processes in our cells per second. Every single cell of the body has 2,000 chemical processes per second, all day long. So nothing's sleeping in the body, ever. And that means that you may need to do magnetic therapy for six hours a day. For example, with the non-unions, fractures that won't heal. They found, actually, if you do more than nine hours a day of treatment to a, a fracture that uh, was a, a non-union, you'll heal about three months faster than if mm. you only do an hour a day. Mm. So some conditions need a lot more time. Some conditions need less time. And what happens is all of this relies on healing and decreasing inflammation. So as you decrease inflammation, you stimulate the healing processes, the stem cells and circulation and all of this, decreasing inflammation. All that has to work itself out. And then as you get benefits, like we do with physical therapy or acupuncture, you, you do concentrated numbers of treatments at the beginning. And as you start to see benefits and, and healing in the body, improvement in the body, then you begin to cut back on the, on the treatment time. If you cut back too much, then you have to go back and start again or you know, go halfway up the ladder to start again to, to reinitiate the benefits. The body tells us basically how much treatment time you need. Uh, are these no, units no fastened rule? Are, are, there, are these units are, are these units big and, and cumbersome? So, for example, if you if you're undertaking a, a, a treatment plan for a substantial pain problem uh, that requires perhaps hours a day, are, are you shackled to the machine? 
uh, or is are they somewhat per- portable? Most of the time, you're shackled to the machine. So most of these devices require power to run. Mm-hmm. Now, there are portable devices that are battery-operated that rarely get above about 200 gauss. But they could be very useful for a tennis elbow, or for a neck pain, or a chronic back pain. You could wear it for hours at a time with, with, with no problem. You could, wear it, you could use it 24-7, except the battery runs out. Then you have to replace the battery or recharge it. But basically, yeah, there's no harm in running it continuously. Right. And with the fractures, the non-union fractures, we know that nine hours a day is not a problem. Right, but these may be people who are uh, uh, immobilized anyway because they're recovering well, they, from a fracture. Exactly, exactly. If you're about, or, or perhaps they, they're on crutches, you know, and they're, they their their leg is splinted and uh, or cast, and then the unit can be, you know, embedded within the cast, or you know, the probe can go through the cast. Is is it? What is it uh, required? Does it require like uh, contact with alcohol pads or anything like that? No, that's it's magnetic, so it doesn't no. require actual it's contact. Totally non-contact. Okay. Totally non-contact. It'll go through casts. It'll go through dressings. It'll go through clothing. It'll go through shoes. Because magnetic field therapy basically goes through the body as if it wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether it's bone or fat or brain or muscle. It goes completely through as if it wasn't there. The only thing that will block a magnetic field or at least divert the magnetic field would be metal. Right. So, so that would mean, cause the magnetic bend around. And that points to some contraindications. There are other pe- people who have embedded metal parts in their bodies these days. People with pacemakers, for example, uh, or uh, various types of implants. Is that a contraindication to the use of these? Like, you know, just like when you're uh, about to undergo an MRI, they ask, you know, have you had any implants? Exactly. So if the device that you have, the electronic device, whether it's a pacemaker or a defibrillator or whatever that you have uh, that's, that's electrically functioning, if it's MR conditional, and many devices these days are MR conditional, so you have to find out. If you were told you can't do an MRI, then it's not MR conditional. But if you told you could under certain circumstances do an MRI, then it's fine even with these high-intensity machines. Otherwise, yes, there's a, you have to be careful, and you may have to take your device into a doctor's office, run your machine there, and see what happens to the equipment. But that's a caution, and that you have to be very careful with the implanted electronics in particular. With, with metals, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The issue with metal is the uh, amount of inflammation around the metal. Anything implanted in the body causes inflammation, mm-hmm. anything, because it's a foreign body. And that mean that may mean that it's actually going to stimulate nerves and irritate nerves in the area of the implant. And we know that prosthetics like joint replacements, hip replacements, knee replacements, etc., those prosthetics that are in that bone cause osteolysis. They break they're, down. They're the not bone. really inert. They're mostly inert, but nothing's a hundred percent inert. No, because it's a foreign body. Yeah. So whether it's whether it's in quotes inert, it doesn't mean that it's not a foreign body. It's the body still going to react to it as a foreign body. Maybe less than it might something that's conductive, but still going to react. And magnetic field therapy under those circumstances helps the osteointegration, helps to decrease the inflammation. So I have a blog on my website about joint replacements and how PMFs, everybody with a joint replacement should be using lifetime PMF. If you want to increase the lifespan of your joint replacement, then you should be doing PMF. Great. All right. Well, uh, a wealth of resources can be found in your book. Uh, which is entitled Supercharge Your Health with PEMF Therapy, How Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy Can Jumpstart Your Health, Manage Pain, Improve Sleep, 
and help prevent and relieve over 80 common health conditions. Whew, that's a mouthful. <laughs> and also, you've got a website, and I'll spell your name. It's P-A-W-L-U-K. And your website is uh, com. correct? Yep. And what Correct. resources can our listeners find there? Um, there's tons of blogs, uh, lots of videos, lots of podcasts. Um, and also for your listeners, uh, if people want to see a list of the 80 conditions, you can go on the website. What I'll do is I'll give you, I'll send you the links to oh, the list of 80 conditions. We'll publish it, yeah. And then the second um, offer for you all is uh, people can sign up to get in line for the book when it's published. They get one of the earlier copies of the book as it's published. Oh, okay. It's, it's, not, it's just, it's not out yet. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, it's not out. It'll be out in the next month or two. Oh, great. Okay. But it is, isn't it one of those things where, you know, in pre-publication, it's listed on uh, some of the websites like Amazon, you know, you can it pre-order. May it may be. So you can jump the gun, if you will, and go to our website and I'll give you the link again and you get on the list. Uh, so you get one of the first copies of it. Uh, the second, the third option is that because we're talking about complicated conditions, we're talking about complicated equipment. Uh, if you need co complicated equipment for your complicated problem, then we also offer consultations. Okay. And that might be now, very useful. Yeah. That could be very useful. Now, if you want to buy a device that's $200, you know, we're not going to be able to do that. Now, our staff can help you, but you're not going to get a consultation with Dr. Pollock or our medical team. So if your, comp if your problem is more complicated, like, for example, Parkinson's disease or osteopenia or osteoporosis or uh, MS, uh, the kinds of things that we use RTMS for, then you can, you can apply for a consultation. Great. And obviously, you do telemedicine uh, these days, uh, you know, long distance. You That's what to... it is. It's all, it's all done by phone, yes. Because I believe you're, you're on the West Coast, right? No, actually, we're oh, no, on you're in Maryland. You're, the, on, you're in Maryland. Oh, right? okay. We're yeah. in the Baltimore area. Okay, yeah, which is not a stretch for many of our listeners on the East Coast. But uh, telemedicine is an option these days. And uh, for something of this nature, I think it would uh, lend itself very well. Okay, great stuff. Um, I learned a lot about the potential of PEMF. And uh, I'm going to consider it an option for some of my patients with really, really challenging problems. Uh, and also, you know, uh, relatively minor problems that are nagging and, you know, continuous, chronic. Yeah. yeah. I think it has tremendous potential. And I look forward very much to uh, uh, seeing the book when it comes out. Uh, you have my information, so send it to me and I'll be more informed about uh, making referrals. We'll be glad to. Good stuff. Well, look, I, I'm very impressed, by the way, with the rigor with which you approach this problem because. Uh, as you know, Dr. Pollock, there are people in our field who embrace therapies because they are alternative, because they're exotic, uh, but without the scientific background and the medical understanding, uh, you know, of how to apply them safely and reasonably. And you certainly have done your homework. And obviously, you, you've done a deep dive into the physics behind this, which requires kind of a scientific understanding of the, of the therapy. So congratulations to you. I think this is uh, the real deal. It's very credible. Thank, thank you very much. I appreciate that feedback. And uh, I would like to be able to distribute the message even wider and farther. Okay. Well, with our intelligent medicine audience, that should uh, resonate far and wide. Thanks very much for joining us, Dr. William Pollock. P-A-W-L-U-K. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. 
You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoppinStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoppinStore.com. DearHoppinStore.com.